doesn't. Don't waste my motherfucking time! I got up this morning. Put on my shoes. It is the 2nd of April. 8 o'clock. Here we are. This is uh, kind of an impromptu Lotus cast. We normally don't do it here on Tuesday nights. Uh, usually Wednesday. So it's exciting that we're here. I'm afraid of change. Yeah. Oh, my God. Speaking of change, before we, before we go any further, Carrie, if you're listening right now, <laughs> it's just this week. It is just this week. The change is this week. It's the, it'll be back to normal next week. Did you listen live every, I, every week? I don't know. I, uh, I just posted like, hey, you know, this week it's going to be Tuesday. You know, we've got our special guest coming in. And she's just like, uh, what happened to Wednesdays? And I replied, it's just this week, you know, we're trying to accommodate, you know, it's a little too busy sometimes Wednesday nights, it gets a little too hectic in here, and then I posted it again, and again with the same question of, what, what's going on, I thought it was Wednesdays, yes, it is Wednesdays, this week it's Tuesday, so please. So that means it won't be one tomorrow? Next week it's going to be, it's, it, it, next week it could be Thursday. <laughs> and actually, I'm not even joking about that. Depends on, how, depends on how the porn stars work out. We'll we'll see where that goes. But anyway, but if you want, can I come back to listen to tonight? You, do you want to come back to the porn stars? <laughs> yes. Uh, last week we announced it. Uh, I actually I got a good contact. Uh, the, okay. But by, by the way, uh, our special guest for this evening, David Dave, David Langle Langel Langel Langel. I've been saying it wrong this whole Sorry. time. I've been saying Langle. Um, <laughs> Sometimes now. my crew calls me jerk, so you can call oh, me jerk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> jerk Langel. Langel, okay. Langel, yes. Uh, David is the executive producer for uh, a movie coming out uh, this year, next year? It's due to premiere in this October. Okay. So right. we have that lined up. The Pro film Provoked. is called Provoked. Um, provokedfilm.com? Yes. Um, a website designer, Paul Fabot, you know, super talented guy. He blew me away with the website. Provokefilm.com. It's yep. going to be launching within a few weeks. Okay. It's going to be interactive. You'll be able to join, know the cast, talk to the cast and crew live. It's kind of like its own Facebook. Perfect. And you can also find us on Facebook, you know, Provoke Film on Facebook. It is on Facebook. And then do you have a provoked Twitter yet? Or the, have you uh, found one? We have personal ones. Yes. We have the director, Jordan Pacheco. He's at Haunted Director. And I am at New England Indie on Twitter. 
I just started an Instagram provoke film. I'm not sure how to use it. I've never Instagram before, but I'm working okay. on it. I have like 17 pictures. It's not even close to what <laughs> everyone else has on them. But. Right, right. Yeah, so you got to live your life there on, on Instagram. Um, yeah, last week we, we announced it that uh, I got in contact with a PR company that just all their their uh, clients are all porn stars. Nice. And he's, he's supposed to be, uh, well, not supposed to be. He said next week we're good to go for a... Uh, an evening with a porn star. So, um, female, female, <laughs> <laughs> actually a uh, 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 transsexual. So oh, okay. she will look Best beautiful, and then when she stands up in front of the uh, camera and shows all of her manly wonders, will <laughs> that's Best okay. of both worlds. <laughs> we can talk to her at the urinal. Yeah. So <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully that'll be all set up for next week. I'm, I'm excited. You know, I mean, you get a porn star. At any time, I think you could talk to a porn I've never actually talked to a porn star. I've talked to a few strippers. Um, I think everybody's probably talked to a few strippers before. But oh, the strippers that always say, oh, how much they love you? Come back next week. Exactly. You know? yeah. <laughs> I love you so much. Come visit me again and again. Isn't it sad how... I've heard. Isn't it sad how people fall for that kind of on a continuous basis? Like the, the regulars at a... Like, I mean, I, okay, I personally have voiced my opinion on this before. I hate strip clubs because of this one reason. When you go to a strip club... Um, and yeah, yeah you, you pay your money. She's in front of you. She's new. She's she's a good looking girl, but you can't jerk off. Like you can't like <laughs> you have to hold back, and then you you can't release yourself, and then you get the frustration. And then later on, you're just angry. Like <laughs> I thought you loved me, right? <laughs> so it's just everything. It's it's bad news. That's why I prefer just you know porn. Like a good uh, yeah. porn video, you pay the twenty bucks for a movie or online for free. And uh, and and then you're just like, okay, this is done. I'm done, and I don't have to worry about emotions later. No conversation, right? You know, <laughs> it's not like you it's know, not forty woman. bucks for two minutes. You know, oh, you're gonna get two songs, but really, they're not two songs. They're thirty second clips. <laughs> I have of a, two songs. <laughs> I have a buddy that years ago he fell in love with strip clubs. He would, and every time he went, oh, she really likes me. She really, I'm waiting for her outside. She told me so. <laughs> like, he'll just throw money at this girl, like, all night. It's hilarious. I'm pretty sure if you wait outside for a stripper, you get your ass beat by, like, three 800-pound yeah. dudes. Pretty much. I would agree. Yeah, that's got to be a thing, right? Like, they, they're going to protect the girls from the strip club to the vehicle. Yes. At least until they get And from pregnant. my buddy. Right. You can follow them home. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow them home and beat them all you want. Like, that's yeah. okay. Just not on the property because... Obviously, then they're open to lawsuits. Um, so yeah. Like, anyway, next week, hopefully, um, porn stars, not strippers. Maybe she'll. It'll be Skype too. It's not in studio, unfortunately. Uh, I don't think you can do porn in Massachusetts. I don't think you can film. Uh, you want you to be filming her? Can no. Yeah, I'm gonna film her. Yes. <laughs> Tied up in the basement after I steal her. Do you think she's just like oh another group of people next week? So like. <laughs> I almost thought that questions. when I was like, "Hey, listen, um, you know, I'm <laughs> are they going to be receptive to like being naked on the podcast or no?" I almost thought that when I approached her and I was like, "Hey, listen, what's up, Sean? How you doing? Are we on the air? We are. So I need to get a beer and I'll be right back. Okay. Um, I I thought to myself, I was like, I'm emailing saying, "Hey, can your client?" And I had to say client. I can't just say porn star. I guess you got to be professional about <laughs> yeah. these things. Um, can they come on to the and Skype with us? I'm like, maybe he thinks I'm trying to get around the webcam, and I'm just gonna like, hey, I just want to have an intimate moment with one of your girls, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll you know, maybe we'll just talk about stuff. <laughs> like, do you have daddy issues? 
What's that noise? Don't worry about it. Why are you shaking violently? I am I don't know. Um, it's gonna be the shortest podcast. Two minutes in. Good night, everyone. I give me too much credit there. <laughs> That's a nap in between too. Right, right. Um, uh, before we get into uh, the whole movie, I definitely want to want to jump into that. I got a million questions to ask. Um, uh, let's. Uh, let's. I just want to go over a few things. Everybody here is everybody a Walking Dead fan? Do you watch the Walking Dead fan? Or do you watch the Walking Dead fan? Do you watch the Walking Dead? <laughs> I just. Oh, I just started getting into it. Okay. I haven't been following it all. Uh, provoked director Jordan. He's big into zombies. Okay. So I'm watching it and I'm texting. I'm like, why is this going on? Like, like, I hate to admit this, but I just found out. I thought you had to be bit by a zombie to turn into a zombie. Right. I didn't realize if you died, you automatically become a zombie. Yeah, right. the C- I had C- no episode. idea about that. <laughs> so I'm like, what is going on? Like, but well, I, I'm, I'm getting into zombies. I'm starting to get into them. Yeah. Um, Jordan has a feature, a zombie feature down the road. Okay. You know, with a bit of twist to it, too. So I'm trying really hard to get into zombies. To get into it. I, obviously, the season premiere, uh, this was the third season uh, of The Walking Dead, which just, prem- uh, just ended, ended yeah. on Sunday. And I couldn't be more disappointed with how this series ended. Uh, is everybody else up to date? Are you, are you I'm not up to date. Should I leave? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to talk about. It. I'm spoiling <laughs> everything. Uh, Joe, do you, you do you watch it? I don't watch it. I I meant to, but I have not. <laughs> Adam, to I'm going to go change. No, I've seen one episode. All right, so I, there's probably no I point. Did. Sean, did you watch it? I did. Okay. All right, so you watch Charles. You watch it with Dave, right? And me. Uh, okay. Yeah, you guys get together. I'm into other death shows like True Blood. Did you watch the season premiere? Finale. The pr- finale, oh, finale, yes. The director must be listening. Hey, Jordan, he just texted me the walk and fail. Yes. So. <laughs> uh, if Jordan would like, uh, if he's listening to on Spreaker, there is a chat room um, somewhere on there. I'm not sure how this whole thing works, honestly. We just kind of plug in, and as long as it says on air and the mics are hot, then we're good. I don't know anything else about it. So if well, he wants to join us in the chat room, the chat room doesn't work in mobile. Like, I, I have iPhone, and it doesn't work on that. Like, you clearly have to be on their website. Yeah. To, okay. To yeah, so I, I was that, Jordan? Go on the website. so disappointed with the, the way this ended because I, I'm a huge, I'm a, I'm a big comic buff, and I've read all the Walking Dead comics, and I, I'm, I'm really good at uh, removing myself from the, the film franchise of a comic book character versus the actual comic book itself. So, like, the first season, I, I enjoyed it, got a little boring. The second season, I loved the whole thing. A lot of people, yeah, it was on the farm. A lot of people said, "Oh, it got repetitious." I didn't like it. I I agree, but at the same time, I I understand. AMC, they're going for the drama. They're going for everything. It's it can't play out exactly like how a comic book is going to play out. And then we get to this season, and I'm enjoying it for the first few episodes. Mm -hmm. Then it starts dragging out, and then we get to the finale, and it's just. I want to shoot myself in the head with the, the they kept the governor alive. I was not happy with that. I that was the worst that that angered me so much. I was like, you need the the governor needs to be its own series. Yep. He he starts, you get the climax, you get the ending, everything's great, and he's dead at the end. We start a whole new. But then what would they 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 need to have some sort of cliffhanger. They need to have something to continue into next season. And that's fine. So you, it's going to be the governor. You could have done with the death of, of some of the characters as a cliffhanger. Yeah. You know, there's other ways I think they could have handled a cliffhanger than, all right, you know, because next season is going to be the same, same thing, thing, except the governor, I guess he might be a little bit more brutal because he had that killing no, spree. he just gets shot in the first episode, and then they start the new thing. I don't think they're going to Well, do there's that. a lot of people saying, like I said, I'm no expert, just going by talking to other people. Big thing is, why do they all move 
to the jail and right. not to the town. To the, uh, yeah, okay. Is that? Well, uh, I think they just stumbled upon the prison before they stumbled. No, upon when they the rescued town. everyone, all the town oh. people. Why would they do the yeah. prison and not? Yeah, the, the, town, the move end. over to the town. Oh, yeah. maybe I don't know. Uh, it's it's. I mean, it probably has to do with the governor still being out there. Yeah, I'd say I'd say maybe the governor doesn't know as much about the prison as he does the town. Okay. So he kind of knows the ins and outs. Honestly, there's probably no reason for it at all. They probably just yeah, say, like yeah the prison. We'll, we'll just gloss over that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did hate that too that they invited everybody in like. You know, oh, the kid really hated that. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, I, I love, though, my favorite scene in that whole episode is when Carl just blatantly shoots, shoots the guy that in kid. the face. Yeah. Just, yeah. all right, you know what? I don't care. You're one of them. You're dead. Because that right there is definitely, that connects with the comic book a lot. Just, you know, it, it's no holds barred. You mm. you just die. <laughs> like, if you don't, if you're not with us, you know, you're dead. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, well, uh, but yeah, I, I, I was kind of disappointed. I think a lot of people were, um, but am I still going to watch next season? Of uh, course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then also Game of Thrones premiered. Did anybody watch Game of Thrones? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, honestly, I'm going to, I'm not going to lie. I don't know much about Game of Thrones. I, I watched all of the seasons, um, and I'm, I'm caught up and then I started watching the season premiere and I forgot everything that I knew about the Game of Thrones. I just, I don't remember. I'm like, who, what, who's I that? I forgot, like, the, the last, the cliffhanger that it, from last season. So when they started, it was just, like, winter, and the guy's, like, running through the, right. the storm. Like, what, what, what's happening? I yeah. forgot. Okay. I, I, I liked, uh, the only thing that I really remember is uh, uh, Khaleesi and her uh, just a malice beauty god she's, she's fantastic she just needs she should be naked and stay naked all the time the whole, all the time <laughs> there aren't there, there, the first season there were a lot of naked people yeah I was disappointed with and, that lack of nudity and, and second season like, there's not a, the first episode way la- okay well, uh, what do you watch David they were like on TV is there any shows that you're like really into <laughs> I got into Moonshiners a lot of okay. shows <laughs> fantastic show <laughs> I still don't understand how that works <laughs> Because don't the, are, and moonshiners do they follow? Uh, they follow the moonshiners. Yes, obviously. And then they are following. Uh, they're following they, like police. Yeah, yeah. police. Yep. How is it legal that they're not like? <laughs> well, they explain because they had a show after it. I guess if they're not caught in the act, then they can't do much about it. Okay. Then it's if they don't catch them actually transferring the booze to the runner, etc. Okay. And they can't do anything about it. Is it illegal to make moonshine? Do you know, or is it just illegal to sell moonshine? I think it depends on that. I think it's yeah. both. But one's a more severe misdemeanor compared to felonies. Right. Mm-hmm. If you transport it, it's many levels on that. Right. Have you had moonshine before? I have not. You've never had moonshine before? I, I've had someone when you go to Kentucky. Maybe, yeah. I've had moonshine. Um, I used to do Civil War reenacting. Nice. And some of the some of the, like, the older guys would come out like apple cider moonshine. So I didn't have as much of a kick. And, and later on, I did have some like hardcore moonshine. And it's not pleasant at all. It just burns and stings. And Did you LARP the Civil War? Were you like that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. That, exactly. Okay. Honestly, uh, <laughs> LARPing and Civil War reenacting, is, there's not much difference except Civil War reenacting looks a little bit cooler because where where you can, you're not using like foam, foam <laughs> yeah. swords right and where you say lightning bolt just move your hand and a, a mysterious lightning bolt when you fire a musket you actually pack gunpowder yes. into it and a cap oh, and there's a like, poof I, I worked over the summer. It was actually on Discovery Channel show. Mike Rowe was the host. Okay. Was it how booze built America? Yes. And we had. I was the um, second AD on that. Okay. And they filmed in Lexington, 
and they had these civil war reenactments. Like in Massachusetts. Yes. Okay. Right. Where like the gunshot heard around the world or whatever it may be, they filmed right there. You know, these guys, they're not British, they're redcoats now, or regulars, they call them. Okay. They were into it. They, they were they like, oh, okay, yeah. you just got to move a couple feet. They would go in formation and move those two feet over. Like, it was nonstop. They were great, though. They were they were into it. The Civil War enacting, like, the uh, the people that do that are so hardcore serious about what they do. Like, there's people that go up in, and then they set up, because they set up camps around where they're going to do the reenacting, and they, ha they keep everything legitimate. Like, nothing... Modern is showing. It's all covered by canvas, or yep. they get the canvas tents, the fires, everything. They camp out. You, they go, they set up, they camp from Friday to usually Sunday. Uh, so you get there Friday night, camp into Sunday. There's a reenacted su uh, Saturday, I mean, and then there's a, a reenacted Sunday. And you, you know, just a bunch of old guys yeah, talking yeah. about history, and you know, it's it is a fun experience. Um, and there's a couple balls like. You have to dress up in your officer's uniform. Oh, yeah. They, the, girl, the women, I, I will say, a woman uh, dressed up in a big ball gown like that with the, the cleavage. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're <Yeah>. killing me. <laughs> yeah, they're great. Like, like you said, the LARPing, I guess you'd call it. We're reenacting. Yeah. They sew their own outfits. Oh, they, yeah. They're into it. The guy's got like 18th century glasses that put his own <laughs> prescription in just so he can have the frames. Right. Like they're, Dude, they're they, they get it. really crazy about the... Uh, uh, <laughs> They get, they get really crazy yeah. about it. The the, the funniest uh, situation I was in was in Guyandot, West Virginia, which was an in-town battle, and they cut off like a section of downtown, and they have the, the fight downtown, and they, have, they rolled a cannon up, and I guess the charges were set too high, and when they fired the cannon off down the street, the windows just shattered oh, the whole street. It was hilarious. <laughs> they fired it, and it, it was just, it was this big boom. It was like, boom! You know, you got the cannon fire, and then... Everybody was silent, like, ah, fuck. What did we just do? <laughs> Car alarms going off. I'm sure and Anything else aside from Moonshiners you're watching? Or? I just watch what's on. Yeah. Like the TV. Is do you, you watch Splash? No, I haven't watched that yet. No. <laughs> you hate that show. I hate so Splash much. with a passion, but I love Splash at the same time. Didn't some guy get, like, seriously hurt doing uh, it? No, okay. The was big guy. Louis Anderson. Yeah, Louis Anderson. Anderson. Everybody's, I'm sure, familiar with Louis Anderson. He, uh, Life with Louis, I don't know. When I was a kid, there was an animated show. It was Louis Anderson. You know, he's a comedian. He's a big fat guy. He was a big fat guy, and now he's really big. I guess he's like 400 plus pounds. And in the first episode of Splash, he can't get out of the pool. Like They made him a special suit, too, yeah, didn't they? they did. They made him a special like diving suit that just looks like they've wrapped him in some sort of like black trash to, uh, trash bag. Can't a plastic. There you go. A plastic trash bag. It's just and it hugs him in all the wrong places. And well I gotta watch it now. His, his first dive on the first day, he just he just falls. Like he just leans forward and somehow manages to fall like head first instead of like belly flopping into the pool. Isn't that hard enough for money that he's like, I'm going to humiliate myself? They all must be. I, I feel the worst for, um, who's the uh, basketball player? Uh, Kareem Abdul, is that Kareem. One? He's got to be so, I don't know, him to come in Matambe is going to think that it's got to be off for money, but Abdul-Jabbar's got to be broke. Too. He's got to be so broke to be like, listen, I, I used to be Michael Jordan-style quality, and now I'm on Splash. Because you get more money the longer you last on that show. Like, And Louis Anderson can't think he's going that far. No. So Getting this that. is why I think Louis Anderson's gonna last a long time because everyone no wants to the, see that again. The first and again couple episodes, yeah, they voted off uh, or voted. I don't even know how they do it, 
uh, they like the normal people are leaving, <laughs> and it's the people like Louie and Kareem that are staying. This is like, oh, this is a great freak show to watch. Like, <laughs> so it's not even like Dancing with the Stars, where like the good dancers you know are gonna last until right. like the no. good divers are gone. Early. There's two judges. Like, there's not three, because they couldn't find a third person. <laughs> what, nothing to do with this show. They're like, oh. I'm not signing on to this show. Just bailed into, like, well, I mean, you know, hey, listen, we're going to give you, like, 50 bucks. I'm sure it's 50 bucks and, like, a Go-Gurt snack or something. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. When Louis is done diving, does he thank Gravity for his performance? No, <laughs> gravity you know what he for, does? Uh, <laughs> After his dive, he's like, I did this for the troops. I did this for the troops. It's like, That's no. not how he said it. I did this for the troops. <laughs> exactly, yes. He did in his high-pitched, horrible voice, and he said yes. He's diving for our military. He oh, is fall- I'm sorry, he's not diving. He's falling off <laughs> diving for our troops. Um, yeah, so it's a show that I love to hate. I recommend it on Twitter that what they should do is chum the water and throw a couple tiger sharks <laughs> in the pool. Add to it. And we've got ourselves a good show. It'll be like Shark Week meets terrible TV. I agree. This is perfect. I think, uh, yes. I think there's ways we can improve on Splash. One of the ways is I think we should have Splash uh, the Dictators and just have like, <laughs> like Kim Jong-un. As uh, as one of the contestants, uh, you know Saddam Hussein's dead, but I think we can bring him back to life. Reincarnate him, right? Reincarnate Adolf Hitler should be a splash contestant. I think we should have a dictator's splash. I think it would be way more entertaining. Uh, the pool that they fall in is just their victims, diving uh, <laughs> <laughs> right into their victims. Too much, too much mustard gas. Dive into a giant ash pile. That's harsh. I'm going to hell. Um. You know, saying other shows like bring out Shark, remind me Shark Tank. I watch yep. that show too. Love Shark it Tank. It is amazing. The Mark uh, Cuban show? Yes. <laughs> the Mark Cuban show, yes. Where I think, uh, was it Mr. Wonderful? What's his name? Um, the guy in the middle. The guy in the middle, the bald guy? <laughs> Mr. Wonderful. I think he's supposed to be like the main guy because he's in the middle, but it is Mark Cuban show. Like nobody cares about yeah. anybody else. But I love that show. It's I great. love seeing people come in with their dreams. And just getting squashed, <laughs> punch in the face. <laughs> there's, there's nothing good that it, I, I love. How most of the episode too is shooting down ideas. Like they don't even really accept it. They're just like, no, no. Like, how much money did you make? Okay, no, it's not. No, it's so you spent okay. ten years and all your money on this, and you right. sold your house. Yeah, exactly. These people have invested their entire lives into things, and they're just like, yeah. I, I mean, you've only made a million dollars in ten years, yeah, so. Right? Sorry, you know they move them off and they cry and it's funny. I'd love to see a follow-up where the billionaires actually take their ideas, wait for those people to destroy themselves, and then just market those <laughs> ideas as their own. Um, it is funny. I guess uh, uh, Mark Cuban did an interview where he actually came out and said that a majority of the like, even after they say, oh, I, "I'll take the deal," they take the deal with them, they don't go through because what happens is like sometimes the people come in, they lie about their numbers. So they have to have lawyers come in and actually investigate what they're going to do before they give them the money. And at the same time, uh, is it ABC? The ABC show? Yeah. The, they get a cut of the percentage they sell the company for because I guess it's the advertising and everything on the show, on their network. So Finder's fee, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually I did buy something off of Shark Tank today. So, um, it's like a, a coffee pouch. It was... It was Coffee grounds in a pouch, flavored. That you stick inside your mouth and just like. Are you chewing tobacco? 
A kind of, but it's in a pouch. Like it's snooze. Yeah, yeah, like that. So <laughs> I, I bought it, but it's it's not coming in the mail yet. That was over a month ago. I don't. I don't think you're gonna get that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Everything on TV says four to six weeks for delivery, which is bullshit. But you gotta wait at least that long. Um. So you got two more weeks to go. Yeah, hopefully, we'll see what happens. Um, April Fools was yesterday. Yes. Was it? Did anybody do any fun April Fools jokes? Well, on the um, Provoke Facebook page, we we're going on. We announced that we're going to be doing a Provoke Two. In I different, saw that. <laughs> but we went all the way up to like Provoke Six. It's crazy, Dave. Like Provoke Two, spirits in space. <laughs> I provoke saw Three, in space. haunted <laughs> in the hood. Two provoked, two <laughs> furious, right? <Yeah. laughs> exactly. Tokyo provoked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. But we actually, it was people like, oh, this sounds great. I can't wait. I'm like, the, no. <laughs> seriously, dude? Like, no, awesome. it doesn't. It doesn't sound great. It's provoked in space. A ghost in space does not sound good. It sounds horrible. A good day to be provoked. <laughs> provoked five, leprechaun back in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I enjoyed that Friday the 13th on a spaceship. Uh, Jason X. Yeah. <laughs> That's where spirits in space came from. That was. <laughs> I just, that would be so, uh, so bad. And I just, like, I saw some of your posts. Yeah. I was like, wow. Like, I thought to myself, like, it's got to be an April Fool's. Yeah. Like, I got fooled because a couple of my bands were, like, uh, were breaking up. And I'm like, holy fuck, no, why? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it's, it's April Fool's Day. So, uh, does, uh, there, were, there was some big, uh, does anybody remember, like, big media outlets doing, like, their April Fool's in the past? Does anybody remember the left-handed uh, Burger King, the Whopper? And no. <laughs> I think it was 98. Uh, they advertised that they were going to sell a left-handed Whopper that was the exact same ingredients, but it was designed <laughs> for, uh, for... I'm holding my right hand up. I'm such a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's <laughs> designed for your left hand so that you can eat it, you know, for, for the left-handers of the, of the world. Canon Cameras did that yesterday. They were going to release their Canon Rebel L for left-handed people. <laughs> but I thought it took two hands to hold a Whopper. It does. Um, <laughs> and you can't have tiny hands either. No. We're Steiner when you need them. I guess uh, in, in uh, Switzerland, uh, they advertised that they, they could grow spaghetti noodles out of the ground. That was one of their big um, their big things. Google what? had Google Nose. Google, the Google Nose. Google is always great. I saw people great. today... Google. Posting like, oh my god, this is really cool. Like, no, <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> you're really stupid. The, um, I, I'm only familiar with it because I listen to the show, Opie and Anthony. Mm -hmm. uh, does anybody? Were you guys around when they pulled the Mayor Menino prank? I yeah. remember that. Um, they they did. Uh, they said Mayor Menino was dead. He died in a fiery car accident, <laughs> and everybody believed him because they broadcast it here in Boston yep. over the airs. Everybody heard it. I wasn't here for it. I've only heard like YouTube clips for it. Um, but that's hilarious. So yeah. He was probably in on it, too. No, 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 because no, his no. daughter thought he was dead. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a bad time for Opie and Anthony. Yeah, they got, I think they got fired from Yeah. Oh, that was what, uh, yeah, that's yeah, why I, I knew they had a big issue with an April Fool's I didn't remember what it was. I thought it was the sex, sex in the church, church. yeah. They, they got fired for that, too. That was too. the second yeah. time. That was, no, the second. <laughs> that was in New York. Sex, yeah, sex with Sam. Yeah, sex with Sam. Yeah, they've been fired a few times. Did you hear that? The... Or were you... Yeah, I was around. Yeah? Mayor, the mayor one, yeah. And I just heard on the news today, a radio show, I don't remember, what, I think down south somewhere, they got fired because they said the water was contaminated. <laughs> so everyone was freaking out, calling the, <laughs> all the emergencies. <laughs> all that stuff. It does get ridiculous stuff. I, I, I feel bad. I wish I wish you could kind of get away with that stuff because, you know, I mean... Uh, and uh, I grew up in Kentucky, and one of the uh, uh, radio shows there, they did a prank once with... Uh, they said that you... 
it was illegal now in Kentucky to smoke in your car, and and a car veered off the side of the road <laughs> into a bank, <laughs> and so there was a big lawsuit that got taken off the air for like a month. It was crazy. Well, then you look back in like the I don't know whatever it was like in the guy broadcast War of the Worlds, uh, Orson Welles. It, it was a book that was about aliens attacking Earth. And this guy did a radio broadcast as if it were like live actually happening. Really? Yeah, and like the whole world went into panic. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he just reading the book though? Didn't he? Like, they had adapted it for radio, uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, he was, it was. If you had read the book, you would have known the story. <laughs> you know, like wait a second, this happened in the book. People couldn't read back then. No, <laughs> only only Orson Welles could. Um, and the last thing I want to talk about before we jump into uh, provoked. Did anybody see the horrible, horrible accident that? Uh, Louisville basketball player. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kevin Ware. Oh, Kevin Ware from uh, the Louisville Cardinals uh, college basketball fucking just got his leg destroyed. Uh, the bone came right, right out of the leg. It was disgusting. Like, it, 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 oh, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you no, need to know. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, they were saying it's the worst televised sports injury of all time. Even worse than Sid breaking his leg in WCW. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse than whichever Heart brother falling into the ceiling and dying. <laughs> and dying. Yeah. Well, they, they I was st- watching that live. Was okay. Are you going to be watching WrestleMania this weekend? No. Hell yeah. Oh. I, mean, I watched Raw, though. I just started to get back into it. I was, yeah. As a kid, I was way into it. I watched this last one. night. I'm like, oh, man. Shawn Michaels is so old. I feel so bad. Like, childhood's gone. Right, right. Yeah, this weekend, Rock and Cena, uh, Triple H. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. And then CM Punk in there. All right. We're going to take a quick uh, musical interlude, uh, as we like to call them. When we come back, it is everything and everything about Provoked. Uh, so, are you prepared? Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Let's get everything and everything. Is this everything so far, what you've expected? Yeah, is, it, is it more? It's great. Less? <laughs> Get me excited for strippers next week. <laughs> are, we actually, are we actually going to have the porn stars? We can miss the beginning. <laughs> We're getting the porn stars. Is Anthony going to bring boobs? No. <laughs> because he's, he's a failure at life, and I hope he gets cancer. Uh, we'll be back uh, after this wonderful musical interlude. ACDC Money Talks. <laughs>
And we are back live. It is the Lotus Cast coming at you from beautiful Manway, Massachusetts. Apparently Rochelle, I went away. Apparently Rochelle and her roommate do not like pictures of Kevin Ware's leg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it is beautiful. Uh, beautiful. So, so it was cold today. It was fucking cold today. Yeah. What the? I was like. It was like right. 35 degrees. <laughs> Everything was good. Like the snow was over, and then we were coming back into that warm weather. And it was cold. It was really cold today. So fuck you, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> Hope we die in a car. Because it's their fault. <laughs> it, is. Yeah, it, is. it is Massachusetts' fault. I think the scientists got it wrong. It's global cooling. Global warming. <laughs> Damn you, Al Gore. Wackity That was a good joke. I really appreciate that one. Um, <laughs> all right. So our special guest for this evening is David Langell. Yes. Not Langell. Which is look, that's that looks like how it's spelled. You say Langle, but it's Langel. He is the he is the executive producer for Provoked, uh, which you guys are filming right now. Yes, uh, it is provokedfilm.com. You can also search provoked uh, provoked film on Facebook. Yes, facebook.com slash provoked film. Yes. Okay, and um, so tell me a little bit about this movie. What are we what are we looking at here? It's not a like your run of the mill like slasher horror film. It is a horror film. It's a horror film, and there's paranormal parts of it too, mostly paranormal. We uh, we filmed already at the Lizzie Borden house in okay. Fall River. Leanne, you know, she runs the house. She does a great job. She let us in. Lizzie there. Borden. Now, I'm not from this area, okay. and I only knew about the Lizzie Borden house from your guys' site, which you're saying that you're you're filming there. Yes. What is what is the Lizzie Borden house? Is it? Is it where they shot Lizzie McGuire? <laughs> yeah, sort of. <laughs> Was that Renee Zoller? No. Um, it was back in like the late 1800s. Okay. Um, there was a girl like Lizzie. They, there was, they were in the house. Young girl Lizzie, they thought, um, killed her parents. You know, there's a whole po uh, poem about it. But she was expected to kill and they went to trial and she was acquitted from it. But they still believe that she did the murders inside the house. Okay. The same house we're filming and they've made it into a museum now. Okay. Bed and breakfast. Oh, it's a and bed yeah, and breakfast? Yeah, so you can stay yeah. over there. <laughs> we went back the day after filming, you know, myself, the director, and cast members Sean and, and Jamie and did an actual paranormal investigation yeah. on the house and the third floor it was terrifying up there. Who, who's your uh, you have a paranormal investigator right that that uh, I, I saw it's like a Kickstarter page yes. um, you could pay so much and then uh, contribute to the film and as well as get like a what was that the 300 or how much was that how much did you have to pay to have the paranormal investigator come out and do a well, it's priceless, obviously, but it is for, priceless. for the small, it was it was uh, four hundred, five hundred. There's two different tiers for that. Um, we we're lucky we ra we raised all the funds for the finishing funds of the movie. And the director, the writer and director, Jordan Pacheco, he is an amateur investigator. Okay. So you know he'll come. He knows how to use the equipment. He goes on investigations himself and he has experience on it and he'll go with you teach you how to use the equipment yeah. and one of the tiers you actually get your own equipment you know brand oh. new equipment you'll get a keep is it um uh what's that called where you have the uh k2 meter the no the uh the thing that you roll out that sucks the ghost in oh. <laughs> <laughs> proton packs and all that. Yes. Oh. Yeah. do you have one of those we don't uh, okay. we needed it though at the board house. <laughs> I, I could never go on an investigation like that ghosts i don't believe in them and if i if i were to see proof that they're there it, yeah. it wouldn't be cool it would be no good was no. it creepy filming at the are you guys still filming there or no we, we've wrapped that location we're oh. still filming yeah i'll be filming in april okay more of it but yeah, it was creepy filming there. 
when we went back the next day, um, Sean Carmichael, who's one of the leads in the movie, he was by himself on the third floor of one of the rooms with the equipment, and he heard humming in his right ear and something tickling in the back of his neck. Yeah. And he, you know, ran out. Like, he was only up there for 30 seconds. Dude, if I were a ghost, <laughs> if I were a ghost, that's all I would do, is I would go to some guys' necks. Like, yeah. that's, I would just, <laughs> I would just go in. Blow on the necks. <laughs> right. It's like, hey. Oh, that's what happened. It was terrifying. Just go and, like, grab their junk. Right, right. <laughs> I would be the gayest ghost ever just because I think it would be hilarious. Like, you're being tormented. He, he would have to go then to a, a therapist and be like, there's a, there's a ghost that keeps grabbing my junk and blowing <laughs> on the back of my neck. <laughs> and I just went, hey. Like, <laughs> that's like, ooh, <laughs> hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but, yeah, they... They said bed and breakfast. You can go. You could stay there. You know, really. Go, yeah, Lizzie Borden. Yeah. You know, go. And that was eighteen hundreds. Yeah, like eighteen ninety, I believe. Eighteen ninety. happened. Wasn't they just let anybody go up to the third floor? Like, yeah. If you field? if you go and you reserve, or you can go. They do tours throughout, and they they were already booked. So this is on like Halloween. The creepy stuff only. Does it happen at night, or does it happen during the day? Like, does it matter? It usually doesn't matter, but the more stuff, we were there at night, on yeah. the third floor at night, and that was when it really got going. Did you personally witness any spooky occurrences? <laughs> I did, but I don't... It was when he went I'm to the bathroom skeptic. in the house, and his, his urine stream actually kind of yes. started to shift. <laughs> <laughs> to I'm, a ske- I'm a skeptic, so I don't really... I'll tell about it, but they were in one room. I was standing outside of the room. You could see two other bedrooms, again, on the third floor. We have all the equipment, the temperature gauge, you know, the K2 meters. And I'm standing there, and I'm looking down the hall, and the group is in a bedroom, and I swore I saw something peek out around the corner down the hall. Like, what are we doing? Because I was quiet in the hallway. They were talking. So it was like they were looking to see what was there. Yeah. And the guys, and I told them about it, and they went down there, and as soon as they went in where it was, the temperature dropped about 10 degrees, and the meters were going off, and they weren't going off before that. So it's kind of, I don't know if it's just the house messing with me yeah. or just my own nerves, but it, it's There's creepy. probably the people who, who own the house probably just, like, control the room <laughs> yeah. temperature. And it's just like, all right, got to cut the temperature by 10 degrees in the, uh, the third floor. That's crazy, though. Yeah, no, it was. I, I don't think, like, um, I, like I've been involved in it, like, uh, there was a haunted house. Uh, not a haunted house. There's a hospital in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, it's uh, Waverly Hills. It's a big uh, tuberculosis hospital. Okay. It's shut down, yeah. uh, and they do a haunted house there every year. And they, there, there's a lot of creepy stuff that that happens there, you know, every year it seems. And a lot of people claim that they've been in there and thrown up against the walls. And, uh, there was there was that show they used to do on MTV where they would just send a bunch of people into an old psych asylum. I think like maybe it was whatever yeah, it, was. it was. One of those same thing. <laughs> and and these people would always get so scared they'd be like a puddle like with water in them. Like, I can't handle <laughs> yeah. this. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> it was a great show. MTV because it had like they literally put like college students in, yes. or, like high school students, and, like, people would be just absolutely terrified. They put that camera that's on top of them that like mm-hmm. comes out just like focuses on you as they're running around um yeah to go back to um where we are you could we actually have the teaser trailer up too you can find on youtube we have a channel on youtube no provoke film and the teaser trailer that's a lot of the shots that we filmed in the lizzie borden house okay and the main actress in the teaser trailer is jamie tenille you know she does a great job and jamie tenille yes um how long did you guys shoot in that house we were there for one day, all day, all night filming. Yeah. Then the next day is when we went back and did the actual paranormal investigations and just did you shoot the promo, like up promo in the, stuff? Like, third floor, where it was oh, yeah. scary. Yeah, like for the movie. I mean, yes, they were they were what we call balls deep. Yes, in the Lizzie <laughs> Borden's house, all the way from the basement to the third floor, shot in every room. Um. So okay, you're the executive producer. What does that mean? 
Uh, as, as far Still as trying the, to figure it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. uh, I mean, as far as the film goes, like, are, are you um, are you strictly like uh, a funder? Do you just are you, are you the wallet to the uh, to the filming, or is there like what 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 do you do? What does an executive producer do? Well, as the producer, um, a lot of I've been involved. I, I wish your answer was I, I produce things. Executive yeah. Producer. <laughs> <laughs> so right there, it's in the title. <laughs> well, a lot of things to do. I also am project manager as well. So it's a lot from the very beginning. Like I talk to Jordan like five times a day. What's going on? Jordan, um, I'm sorry. What's his name? Pacheco. Pacheco. The He's the uh, director. Of Writer the and director. Yes. Okay. Uh, I talk to him five times a day. His girlfriend actually calls me the home wrecker because I'm just constantly talking <laughs> to him. And yeah. So <laughs> we do it from the beginning. You know, setting it up, lining up. You know, different locations, lining up cast, the crew. What's going on? Also, you know, help with the casting process of it. You know, everywhere from the very beginning all the way through to even post-production and set up for the premiere yeah. in October. You know, all aspects down the road. You know, with, you know, independent films, many people on set wear many hats. You know, okay. Jordan, you know, he doesn't just say, oh, I'm just directing, that's Some it, guys leave wear me alone. Sombrero. Yeah, exactly. Other guys He'll help out. Hat, yeah. you know, many people go down the list of who helps out. Everyone, you know, lends a hand throughout yeah. with helping, whether it be, you know, find a location or help with you know making the food for the day for people right you know everyone pitches in and when asked about a film uh, I always compare it to you know a, a relay race you have people running around the track every part person that runs around is part of the team they'll hand it off to the next person and you know you need all those people running around to get the final project yeah so everyone working on it is a huge part of how many days into shooting this film are you so we've far? shot three days okay. and it's a 10-day no uh, process. We have ten days of filming, so <clears throat> but in just excuse me, in just three days, we've already got forty-four percent of the script done. Oh wow! So we're we're right on track. We're ahead of time. In um, the last days, we wanted to take it, you know, slower and you know get more per day to not burn people out. Are Are you looking um, for somebody to play the paranormal ghost? Because I know a guy named Adam. <laughs> Who he says boo really well. <laughs> well, that's all I did. Go ahead. I mean, I think this, Adam, this is your chance to shine. Could you just give him a good boo? Boo. I think if. Uh, do you have a reel with <laughs> multiple different boos that you can. Can you do it? Boo. 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 All right, there you go. So there's the different octave <laughs> ranges of the boo. Um, we go back in the uh, schedule at the end of the month, we have. Tony Moran flying in. Tony was the original Michael Myers. And right, I saw Halloween, that. Yeah, yeah so he'll be coming in. Uh, the Halloween film. Um, Can I ask, uh, yes. How long is the, the movie supposed to be? Is it feature length? Feature length, yeah. So it'd be about, I would say, 85 minutes. Now, feature length is like three and a half hours long. <laughs> yeah, you can blame James Cameron for that one. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah. 85 minutes is good. I, an hour and a half is how long a movie should be. Yes, that's where we're going. Did, by. You, did you watch The Hobbit? I don't. You, no, I didn't no. watch any of those. Wait, you mean you don't have three hours to start to <laughs> watch some people walk? <laughs> just, so, just watch The Lord of the Rings for 12 hours. Majestic. <laughs> Holy Joe says uh, things like Majestic. Are you guys filming anywhere else? Uh, houses or anything? Haunted places? Spooky places like that? Or What we're doing as part of promotion to get to keep people excited to get to the premiere. Because usually you know, people are excited, then you f finish, then for three months, four months, people forget about a movie. We're going to do... Because in the movie, we have, you know, TV ghost hunters, like this show, one of the characters watch from. We're going to go to different locations and actually film mock investigations to have those as part of the promotion for the film. But we're going to go to actual locations. There's a theater, 
that we want to get to in Boston and some other locations. Mm -hmm. They talked about uh, different hospitals that are shut down. Yeah, there used to be one in Medfield. I, th I think they pretty much demolished it at this yeah. point. But Medfield State Hospital used to be one of the most haunted places in the state, or something yep. stupid like that. They always say so that we'll be doing every that. haunted place is, is the like most haunted. In, the most in, in, yeah. yeah, haunted place in the state. Is it like important in the script that it was at the Lizzie Borden House? Because it can't always be like cheap to like always film at these like places. No, we got Leanne was great. She you know worked with us, you know, cross promotion type things at the Borden House. But yeah, that's that's one of the locations we wanted. Another Lizzie Borden House definitely. And Jordan actually, when he was writing the script, wrote the role for Tony. Yeah. So you know we got Tony, got the Lizzie Borden. Well, how how was it like? I I, I know nothing about making yeah. a film or, or casting a film or anything like that. Do you just call up? his Tony Moran and you're like hey listen uh, I got this role for you I'm actually I've known Tony for years I'm yeah. friends oh, with okay. him and I've worked as his manager before too and when he does when he goes to Salem Mass so you were like hey remember the last time that you were really strung out on coke and <laughs> yeah. I helped you out like I, I kind of I got you a nice bed like now not so much that stuff <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> no but um, Tony's a great guy he's awesome yeah. No, I've worked, like I said, I've worked with him before, and he, every October he's in Salem. What is his, uh, can you, yeah. what, what's his role in the movie? Like, what is he? He plays Doug. Doug, Doug. is, All right, well, you know, what's the first enough. thing? That's all yeah, we it's need. It's the dog from <laughs> up, isn't it? You Doug. know, when, whenever you. You know, every time, you know, something happens in your house, what's that? Oh, it's the pipes. Yeah. So you're going to call the plumber. Doug. Doug's the plumber. So nice. He yeah. comes in, he does, his stuff's awesome, the scenes are, so. Does he have a plumber's crack? He can. <laughs> Jordan? Write that down. <laughs> I want like a long... Like, <laughs> <laughs> he wants a 15-minute scene. Yeah. Yeah. Sure to, your film track. is going to have to be 100 minutes now to include this scene. Make sure to get B-roll of Tony's crap. <laughs> uh, now, okay, so... Like, you, I like the Star Wars crawl coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the intro? Yeah. Yeah. That's how the credit's going to be. It's going to be his crack and the credit's going to run beside it. <laughs> before you uh, before you got into uh, maybe filming and acting, I, uh, I was, we, we've never met before. This is yes. our first experience with each other. You, you can authenticate that correctly? Correct, yes. Okay. All right. You were a police officer. Correct. Uh, where at? In, in Massachusetts, you were a Massachusetts police officer. What town were you in? Uh, South Shore. South? South Shore, Rockland. Okay. Yeah. Um, what, Shore, uh, what was the worst... Thing that you ever encountered as a, how long were you a police officer? Eight years. Eight years? Yeah. Okay, so what did you come across that was like the most disturbing, horrific, whatever? Well, it, it, it depends, like there's different, you know, this is part of like what, like worse, like accidents or like dealing with, you know, like family issues, it's all different levels of it. Yeah. I started off being you know, auxiliary part-time and worked up, went through the school system and just being around and just seeing you know, people at their worst times, it's pretty tough. Yeah. One of the worst things, you know, I've dealt with, not to, you know, bring the show down and get sad, was okay. one parade. This this show is constantly <laughs> yeah. just the sad, the sad, sad, just, sad. <laughs> But um, you talk about the worst thing, and this is probably the worst thing that, you know, stays with you, is I was just working, you know, the, one of the parade, Veterans Day Parade or Memorial Day Parade, sitting there, you know, just in the cruiser, you're just going to be behind the parade, lights on, waving to kids, yeah. however. Then the call comes in and someone comes over, one of the guys, you know, went down, one of the veterans, you know, ninety five year old guy, and he's there laying in one of the floats, completely out, so you have to go and work on this guy. Yeah. While his wife is sitting there, his other army buddies are sitting right beside you. That's pretty terrible. And you know, he didn't make it. So Jeez. yeah, that's pretty rough. Then that same week there was an accident when some lady, you know, ran a stop sign, hit a young girl, she was twenty two years old. 
and both of them didn't make it. So it was like three deaths in a week. So like stuff like that. It's right. just like I, I'd say all right. yeah. being around death is kind of yeah. Bad. That's pretty. The float where the veteran went down. Were they mm -hmm. still able to throw all the candy off? Of the yes, they were. The, yep. Even though like they went <laughs> off without a, a hitch, they were still yeah. The parade went on. Yes. Okay. I just sometimes you know, the show's got to go on. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, yeah, you know yeah. that in the uh, <laughs> yeah, but you deal with that. But then there's there's great times too. Like you. I get to work a lot. Like I work a lot with the schools, yeah. and like Christmas time, I would go and read to the kids like s stories in their classroom, you know, whatever it may be, you know, Christmas stories. So that, that stuff. Do great police too. officers really have quota as far as how many tickets you need to hand out in a month? Can no, you, can you that disclose is, that? That's all BS. That is a BS. That thing. is all BS. It's all. Now we don't have an excuse for why I'm exactly. over on the thirty first of the month. <laughs> that's why everyone thinks there's no quotas. There's nothing like that. There's it's no all quota. BS. Um, how did, how did you decide to make the jump from police work to uh, filmmaking? Well, after, you know, seeing so much, I decided, you know, you know, personal things going on, time to resign, then went. I was doing both at the same time. Actually, the first so time I was a in. Hobby. Yeah, it started off as a hobby, absolutely. The first time I was actually worked on a film was, you know, I was an extra in the police officer scene. They had a briefing scene, so I was there, you know, became an extra. And the director, like, showed me some stuff, and me how I thought and I was pointing out some continuity things continuity you know issues because he wanted it I wasn't just like hey you know he asked for it so I wasn't like <laughs> so you weren't just a dick he yeah exactly that's what I was getting at. I wasn't a dick <laughs> so he asked and I told him so then he brought me on board as a script supervisor for that and that's where it started and went from there but even before that I um I actually worked with Robert England who's Freddy Krueger on a tv show that never aired it was supposed to be on CBS Back in 2005, it was Nightmare on Elm Street, Real Nightmares. They actually flew me out to Cali, filmed a bunch of stuff with them, but it just never made it on the TV. No. That show, Numbers, took its spot. I hate that show. Numbers? Yeah. Now, do you hate that show because it took its spot yes. or because it's an awful show? <laughs> Both. Okay. I never watched the show, but it took what its spot. What is Numbers? I don't think I've ever seen it. Like it's, it's like a crime scene show, but yeah. it's all based on, like, patterns. How much better would it be if there wasn't that? Like, honest, okay, so, like, I, I'm into, I, I'm into everything that's going no. on right now with, like, old horror movies that are now TV shows like Bates Motel just came out uh, I think there were three episodes in which is obviously Norman Bates yeah. um, excited for Hannibal uh, yeah the Hannibal show started Thursday like I, I'm excited for that because I'm like oh, okay I'll give it I'll give anything really uh, give it a try uh, if I would have known that there was going to be a fucking Freddy Krueger you know I would have been all over that. Yeah. I, this is in my DVR right away. It's, it was a pretty cool show. Like, again, they flew out. He came out here and met the guy. It was great. We actually filmed my stuff in the same desert in the pit where they sank the Titanic. You oh, know? Wow. So they were throwing money at this movie. Like, it was well, the Pix was doing, New Line Cinema, CBS. Like, they right. threw so much money at Isn't this. Isn't that crazy? And at the same time, maybe a little discouraging that yes. you see something like that where they just throw money at it and, and then obviously it just doesn't go anywhere. It just yeah. ends. Was it just a pilot they didn't pick up, or did you film more stuff? So? It was a pilot. Like, the, it was the first episodes. Like, it was a, the way the show was, they had a whole season filmed. They filmed with everyone. It was going to be an hour-long show, and it's kind of like a contestants, like, like three contestants. So for 20 minutes, it would have been, like, me and Freddy Krueger doing what we're doing. It's supposed to be, like, what's your worst nightmare? And it's like you actually relive in your worst nightmare with Freddy, like, in the background trying to get you through it kind of yeah. thing. But he didn't have the mask on. It was his role, Robert England. It was Robert yeah. England. And it was it was a pretty cool concept and cool show. It's too bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy though that they would just throw so much money at, at, a, at a project and then it just never oh. doesn't even kick off or like. And I, I mean, it, it, like to me, oh, you throw a lot of money at it. That to me is like, oh, okay, well, fifteen hundred dollars. That's a lot of money to throw at something. And they're they're spending what twenty. I, I would guess at least hundred G's per 
per person. A hundred yeah. grand. I didn't get that. I'm saying that what they put into right, it was what they all put the stuff it. they had. Oh, this literally happens every year. I mean, they always commission right. pilots. They yeah. Don't and they there was so much money put on that thing, but but it happens you know, obviously not to that extent on the independent level too you'll just have people start to film get all these people working and, and this, their films never get completed right now you guys had um, I guess there was a setback right I think I was reading somewhere that there was a setback where you guys had an actor or actresses or I don't know who was involved and then they backed out with like a lead right yeah it was one of the leads because we we cast this back in November like that's how much no, going into it, me and Jordan, I'm like, we need, you know, I want to do this right from the beginning, boom. How, how do you organized. go about casting? Like, do you, like, I mean, are there people, like, pitching in, like, I want to be in this film? Do you have an already an idea of who it is? Or do you actually have a, a casting call? Like, you throw it up on, what, a Craigslist? Yeah, or? casting call, and also you have the people that you know that work with many people. Like, I want this part, this part. Everyone auditions. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're a friend, relative, or what. Everyone auditions for the role. We'll have we'll go through the script, break down the characters, write a small description of the characters, yeah. as much as we want. You know, age. You know, what they want, height, build, what the character are like, personalities of the characters, so people know. Then we have a casting call. We'll set it out. We'll have it there for a few weeks. We'll put it on Facebook and other, like I said, you know, Craigslist and different medias that actually have casting calls. Right. I'm no, sure I think place. Craigslist like some fucking dummy like I know. <laughs> yeah. There's probably like a casting call website where the, uh, all these actors and actresses yeah, are probably going through. You guys bring them in, you <clears throat> put them in, the, in a single room with just one couch and yeah. a bunch of cameras. Yep. Go. <laughs> one couch. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you picked up on that reference. Of course, casting couch. Uh, yeah, but it's a, it's a process. It takes a while because you have to go through all of them and organize them. Right. And about what I've always done that not many do, I'll reach out to every single person that sends it in, even if they don't get a role. Like after we made the decision, I call the people and say, hey, are you interested in this and this part that you auditioned for? They agree to it. No, I say, don't say anything yet. I'll make sure we get the, all the roles cast. Then I'll send out and notify the people that didn't get the roles just to let them know what's going on. Yeah. Sometimes that, that very rarely happens. A lot of times people just go and not know. Then they'll find out when the movie comes out, oh, I guess I didn't get the role. Right. <laughs> so I, we, we, we like to stand out and just, you know, because... I want to say, like, we, we care for everyone that puts in for it. Like, we, you know, respect their time that they came out to audition for this film. It's the least we can do is let them know, right. you know, hey, you didn't get it. You're not right just for this role. Maybe down the road when you have right. another film, you might be perfect for a different role. Right. And that, that's true. I'm not just BS people. Now, what happens if someone's awful? Thank you for your time. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you don't like string them along were, either. Were there You're going to be like, yeah, definitely down the road. We'll, what we'll was the worst touch. cast? Like, was there somebody who was just like, "All right, I'm I, I'm coming in. I'm going to be the I'm going to be the lead. I want to audition for the lead." And he was just like, "Is reading the script." He's like, "I, uh, my name is Jack, and oh, there's a ghost. I'm scared." Like, was there something that bad? There's a few that. Was disappointing that you're like, oh, this guy's a great luck, or a girl comes in and you're like, oh man. She's had nice But you kids. never know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you never know if they just had an off day or what it may be. But you know, that's the time, and it's unfortunate. You know, but we we have a great cast. We yeah. amazing cast. Couldn't ask for anyone better. Yeah. Um, cast we have is outstanding. Then. Well, I, I mean, I, I honestly, I, I looked over your cast. I, I I've never heard of anyone. Well, who's your cast? Who, who, who we got in? Well, firstly, we'll go through. Um, let's say Tony Moran. You know, Tony Moran is is the man. Yeah, yep. dog. He's great. He was the first one again that was actually cast in the movie. Yeah, because <laughs> he wrote the role for him and talked to Tony. Yeah, he's all in. We have Chris O'Reilly, um, who plays Matt. He's a lead male. It's Nicole. Yeah, it's me in the movie. It's me in the. Nicole Lasala plays Jamie, Matt's you know girlfriend in the movie. Okay. 
and um, Dan Liebman plays Paul. Those are three leads in the movie. And there's others. Um, what's the movie rated? Is there like a, I don't know how this works. Yeah, there won't be maybe violence, but there's no nudity per se. So I'm never gonna watch yeah. the movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's tons of nudity. <laughs> <laughs> tons of uh, ghost nudity, right? Just but there are like ghosts. No, ghost also more of the um, the team members. Uh, Jamie Tennille, who's in the trailer, plays Christina. Yeah. Sean Car- Carmichael, you know, plays Taylor. He's been dubbed the douchebag skeptic. You know, he's, he's the douche of the group. believe it. <laughs> yeah. This guy. Then Katie Solowski plays Alexis. So he's like the, the first film. one to get killed. Yeah, douchebag <laughs> skeptic. That's perfect. I, I'm honestly, I'm excited for the movie. I, I definitely want to see it. I, I've never really, I, don't, I think, uh, watched a, a film outside of something that's been released, hmm. you know, in theaters uh, worldwide or anything like that. I don't think I've... Uh, How is this one getting released? Is it... We have... Um, well, what they're going to do is they're going to open the gate. And yeah. it's just gonna there, there it is. Are you going to do like digital <laughs> downloads? Are you going to premiere it somewhere in a theater? Well, it's going to premiere in Salem this October in a theater. Uh, um, Cinema, Cinema Salem. We're going to have it up there. Uh-huh. Already locked that all in. And we'll have DVDs for sale and talk distribution, you know, self-distribute. You go on Amazon, do it as well. It's going to be around festivals and hopefully, you know, it gets picked up. Now, um, since, we, since we now know the ghost, the paranormal ghost, Adam... <laughs> uh, that's gonna be in the movie. Does that mean like we, you know, we, we're gonna get in the credits because uh, we know? We'll give you a thanks. <laughs> yeah, you want a thumbs up? Or a thumbs yeah. up? One more time, Adam. Just just for the people who didn't catch it earlier, could you give us like your best boo? Boo. <laughs> it's terrifying. So yeah. No, to go back to um, the rating, like where? No, we don't how want does it work? nudity. Like, how do you rate a movie that's not? I guess on the radar of the yeah, you're supposed who, who to. Who the fuck rates MPA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you actually have to pay to get it rated. That's kind that's of thing. Bullshit, so right? yeah. So, so do you have to then release it as unrated and like it yeah. can only be bought by people who are like 25 years old and have a valid driver's license yeah, and passport? There you go. There you, go. Well, you, don't, you don't have to get movies rated. It's just like yeah. the distribution. Like the movie theaters have this agreement with yeah. the yeah, you say unrated, unrated, not rated. NR. Yeah, they won't screen your movie if it's not rated. So there's no nudity. No, but what? We, cleavage? Yeah. Yeah? A yeah. little bit of an ass? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. We already got the butt cleavage. Yeah. But Is there a girl that has, like, amazing, like, bushy pubic hair that kind of comes out over... <laughs> we might have a CGI that in. Okay. All right. That's... <laughs> Is there CGI? Like, a, I mean... Uh, no, we want to do practical as much as possible. Okay. Absolutely practical. And going into that, what we don't have is, like, the shower scene, boobs everywhere, you know, but we do have is the gore and the special effects yeah. practical. Our special effects artist, Eric Rodericks, is actually has worked with Jordan. He joined as FX as well. Yeah. He's graduated from the Tom Savini School of Special Effects. Okay, so Tom Savini, I feel like I've heard that name. Yeah, he's huge with the special effects is he, stuff. Is he a part of that show Face Off? He's been on that okay. as a That's guest. That's probably why I know yeah. that then, because Face Off and Sci-Fi. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and give them a plug because I love that show. <laughs> yes. Oh. Sorry. I, <laughs> I, I, I try to remember everyone's name. I'm like, <laughs> um, I want to miss anyone. Now, uh, I don't know. You're, you're talking about this as like a, an independent horror film. Uh, there's this guy, Adam Green. He's from Holliston. Yep. He did a TV show called Holliston. Yep. Uh, it's about these basically two guys that live in an apartment and are broke and work for like public access. That their goal is to make a horror film yep. so that's kind of I don't know if you've ever seen that show or yeah, anything Adam, I personally I know people that have Adam's a great guy met yeah. him at a few conventions before he's really nice he'll sit there 
at conventions and sign for nothing. Yeah. Like he's all about the fans. He'll sit there and sign. He's also done other, you know, he did Hatchet, Hatchet, and Frozen, big, yeah, and yeah, Frozen, yeah. Hatchet Three, I think, is coming up. How, yeah. have, have you always been like a really, like really big in horror films? Like, what's your? I have. What's I've, your go-to? Like, when you, what, what got you into like, I want to do something with horror films, like. Well, I, my birthday is the 29th of October, so it's always been, Halloween's always been a big deal. Halloween is it. Halloween's it. How do you feel about Rob Zombie's remakes of, of Halloween and Halloween 2? Like, and this is why I didn't bring the director, Jordan, because he has diarrhea of the mouth. And he, okay. <laughs> he's a PC nightmare, that's what I call him. <laughs> he'll admit to it. Because he, he says like it is. <laughs> yeah, he says like it is, and he'll, you know. He's not a fan of the Halloween remakes. I hate them. Yeah, <laughs> I um I like the original. I really do. It's yeah. great. Um, I I don't mind it because the first remake I love the first half of it. Okay. You no know, William Forsythe, who I've worked with before too, is in it. He does a fantastic job. I agree with you, honestly. The the first half of the remake yeah. where you kind of because that's what we haven't seen before. We haven't seen, um, I guess, kind of a prequel. What's leading up to? His life, and you see him as a kid, and you know the whole scene where he's killing his, yeah, his whole family and everything. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I get yeah. that. I enjoyed that, but honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I hate all of Rob Zombie's movies. Corpses? I, and all I, that? I don't like corpses. Oh, I don't like House. Uh, or what's the other House one? of Thousand? Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects. I, I don't. I'm yeah. not. I'm not a fan of it. I, I've never enjoyed it, and I feel like I, I almost feel like his his movies are a little. Just overrated because he's Rob Zombie from White Zombie, and that's how he got his claim to fame. And it was just like, yeah, he just did another one, Lords of Salem, right? Coming up and up there too. Yeah, I think they're entertaining. Yeah. but obviously, you know, doing the remakes, that's yeah, no, it's different. Were, you can't beat the original. What did you think of the uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth remake? Um, did you did you see that? Yes, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, again, I, I thought it was shot. It looked incredible. Again, you can't, you know, right. originals are original. But right. I thought visually it looked amazing. I, I, I think I enjoyed that one. I, I enjoyed the Friday the 13th. Also, I enjoyed, like, all, like, Freddy vs. Jason I liked, you know, all that stuff. Like, I, it's yeah, enjoyable. That, well, that was good because it's just like, all right, well, we finally have these two yeah. flashing. It's exactly. kind of like uh, uh, your favorite old monster films, like when like King like Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. Alien vs. Predator, even though it was, like, a horrible movie, you're kind of like, yeah. well, these are two of my favorite characters kind of coming together. Giant <laughs> yeah. shark versus a mega octopus? That's my favorite. <laughs> Eric Roberts in that, right? <laughs> Eric Roberts. So um, is, your, is it your film, like, a, a found footage film? I know those are, like, all the all the rage right now with Cloverfield. And yeah. Paranormal Blair, Blair Witch was, like, 20 years ago, but... Nope, it's, it's not it's a found not. footage show, okay. no, and, um... It's, um... It's not found footage. No, there's aspect... Like, we have... The mock ghost hunters in it, and mm-hmm. Sam just watched TV of like a ghost hunting show, like you would see. Yeah. That's the only type of footage of ghost hunting we have. It's yeah. you know, it's straight up you know, film. Okay. Again, like, um, so when you talked about distribution before and all that stuff, you know how it is. Our director of photography, Richard Griffin, you know, well-known local guy from local filmmaker from Rhode Island. He has 14 films in the works. He's working on his next one coming up too. And eight out of his, you know, fourteen features have worldwide distribution. Wow! So he knows he's been around. He knows what to do. Yeah. Plus, you know, he's, you know, just amazing, you know, filmmaker. Yeah. And his as director of photography, he also directs his movies too. And uh, it's just great to have him on because not only is he, you know, on set, gets it done. You know, he knows right. the next steps. Right. Where to go from? Yeah. With his team, he has, you know, Richard, you know, lighting. We have Joe Poison and uh, Laura Pepper on sound. All those three. 
work amazingly well together, and that's how we're able to already have 44% of the movie done in just three days of film. Um, you guys decided to, to go to Kickstarter.com yes. uh, to obviously raise... Uh, like four or five, four or four. We asked for thirty-five. Yeah, it was mostly it for more, right? yeah for we got forty-one. Thirty-five hundred was your goal. You guys raised a whopping four thousand one seventy-one. Yeah. Um, what what kind of made you guys decide to go to Kickstarter? And are, are you kind of thankful that there's a site out there like Kickstarter that allows, I mean, the fans to kind of really get involved mm -hmm. uh, with the project? I mean, obviously, they get a little something out of it, like. They do. When going into this, because I've done other projects with Kickstarter before, I said when we first started off, I'm like, I don't want to do Kickstarter. Yeah. Like to be honest, I love it. I back. I'm on there. If you follow me, I, I have back like 15 other projects that I have nothing to do with. Okay. So I'm always supportive of other people's projects. So starting off, I'm like, I, I don't want to go on Kickstarter. Let's try to do it. You know, self-funding. Yeah. One of Jordan's good friends, Chris Peggs. You know, he's an executive producer on the film. He's got a wooden leg. He does. I only say Pags. So I can't pronounce his whole name. Okay. The ride up, I'm like Jordan. I'm like, how do you say this guy's name? I'm like, I'm never getting that. I'm like, I'm like Chris Pepperoni. I'm like, uh, it's like Pagliarotti. So I call him Pags. Okay. Chris Pags, great guy. So yes. he, you know, longtime friends of Jordan's. You know, he was able to put in funds as well. Yeah. And um, different things. Then it came down to it. You know, we've had great sponsors come up, and we just needed a little more for the final. Right. Funding. That's what Kickstarter was to get that much more when it comes down to post production and actually making the films, making more merchandise, and as you said, you know, people get involved in the film. Right. And I'm a huge, very thankful that sites like that out there. And, and it is crazy. Like Kickstarter, I, I don't know. I, I've never heard of it before. I, I wish it was. I used to be in a band. It would be great for something like when I was in a band at the time because a lot of people like it, want to throw money at you. But there's nothing to really get in return. And, you know they're getting obviously like uh, you know some of the options that you guys had for uh, Kickstarter. Uh, you name in the end credits. Yep. Um, a special thanks to the end credits. Provoke uh, the wristbands, which we got one. We didn't have to pay twenty five dollars. So all you fucks that paid twenty five dollars out there, <laughs> uh, guess what? I got the wristband and I didn't have to do that. So you guys are a bunch of schmucks. Yeah. <laughs> no one. That, even the ten dollar one. I think it's original. It's great for ten dollars. You get your name and like a. A message in the end credits, so you can say, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, the characters, Max. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know. I, what what if I would have got? Oh, God, I kind of wish I would have dropped ten dollars. <laughs> could I could I drop ten dollars and then get like something really just like you know, fuck you in the ass? Just, <laughs> I think it's just not offensive it, message. Doesn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you gotta have, have that little disclaimer. So, what if you paid fifty dollars? Yeah. Right. So I, so I, couldn't, I couldn't voice my opinion on I'll the write in a different language. Could <laughs> <laughs> no, have those disclaimers up there. Okay. All right. Mel Gibson actually tried to uh, say if he could do that. <laughs> yeah. Just because. Yeah. <laughs> he just has people out there that are just like, dude, you throw whatever money at it you can have. That just, <laughs> like, yeah. Do I get five messages for $50? Right? Ten <laughs> each? There's so much to say about that. <laughs> Mel Gibson, man, he's in a mess. He's, has he done anything in the past? Is his career ever going to come back? Passion? People love a comeback, yeah, so it will. That's that movie with uh, Jodie Foster. He had the he was Give, like me, a bear the, or give me the Gringo or something. Yeah, the, um, puppet movie. the puppet movie. He did a puppet movie? Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Mel Gibson went from an actor who yep. had movies that came out that you like, you had to go watch. Like, oh, shit, Mel Gibson's in this. Yeah. Braveheart? Like, you know, the man yelled freedom before he <laughs> fucking got his head chopped off, and it was amazing. And, uh, dude, I, I still, anytime Patriot comes on the television, yep. I am glued awesome. from start to finish. I have to watch the Patriot. 
But now, like, get me to Gringo or the puppet movie, like, nobody knows what he's doing, nobody cares what he's doing, and, and I guess that's where his career is going to end, right? I think I think he'll make a comeback. You think so? I do, I do. People love Patriot a com- comeback stuff, yes. <laughs> Lethal Weapon 18. Well, Chris Brown made his comeback already. He's a meat lover. No, no Chris Brown's made his comeback before it even came out that right. he right. punched his well, life. Because that's because that's people who listen to that music yeah. honestly love to beat women, I mean. Uh, it's true. <laughs> yeah, but let's see. Mel Gibson didn't beat anybody. He just no, he did. He beat a he beat a police he, officer, he, didn't he? He did verbally abuse his wife. Uh, I th- didn't he like beat up a police officer too? No, no. If, he, I, if I was somebody's wife, I'd be like, I'd rather be verbally wife? abused than like. I don't want you. I don't need you. Let's <laughs> say when it's all on tape and stuff, that's a little and tough to get away she from. She was recording. Those were all on Howard, right? Is that where? That's probably where I heard those. They were everywhere. Every every news site. Uh, Larry King, I think, was oh, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and she knew she was recording. She'd be like, "So come now, now." Yeah, exactly. You don't. Like, she was egging him on. Like, she was like, <laughs> what she knew what she was doing. She had gold. Yeah, I know what I am not as mean as you make me out to be. You <laughs> whore. Yeah, yeah. you whore. She's already like, putting the figures. How much to sell to TMZ for? Oh, exactly. Yeah, they're like, they're pro- TMZ's that that. What's that guy's name? Uh, Harvey Levin. Harvey Levin. It's probably sitting on the other side of that phone, like. You need to get him to say yes. this. <laughs> <laughs> what can you say to make him say oh, yeah. that you're a cool. whore? Um, it was like when even when Christian Bale blew up on set that time, they had that recording. <laughs> it was hysterical. Oh, dude, that was amazing. Yeah, but he, can we that. expect anything like that coming yeah. from Provost? We'll see. No. It's actually we'll everyone everyone's so calm and works everyone's so calm, works so well together. No stress on set, you know. Yeah. You hear about Sets that are horrible. People yelling. Now that's totally calm. Everyone works so well together. Tony never goes off. I'm a fucking movie star. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> no, I, totally. Awesome. I was in the original Halloween. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I feel like. I, did I read somewhere that you were involved with a Seinfeld? Yeah, I, I did. Um, I was a casting assistant on the Marriage Ref season two. Okay. All Jerry right. Seinfeld yeah. uh, produced show. So I was. Um, Going out looking for people to be on that show, etc. Yeah. But what, what if you never saw that show, I, I do remember the show. <laughs> I, I think I watched an episode of it. I uh, what, what, was, what is that? Oh, you were like, the person. How do they? <laughs> <laughs> you were that one guy that yeah. Nelson picked up on. That didn't. I was. I was the one guy that kept it from. Well, they uh, had a second season, so enough people must have. Oh, yeah. on were season. you Jerry, attached Jerry's got to No, just the first one. Uh, I was just a couple of days helping out. Like, like how, the local. I mean, who who do you know? Like, I know nothing about this. How do you get attached to like? Hey, we want you to be the, the casting assistant or whatever. Something like that is, um, it's word of mouth. Yeah. It really is. Like, you work with people, then this person goes off and works in New York. Then, like, hey, we need someone locally. Then they say, oh, I got this person, Dave. Then they'll call this person, like, hey, so-and-so called me. They said, I'm like, yeah. You know, yeah. so a lot of it is word of mouth yeah. that gets around. Because you never know who you work with on this. Because people that work on this set just came for one day. And they already got scooped off in someone else's project that right. was starting after this. So it's all about networking, all about word of mouth. You, you get paid pretty good for a decent. Yeah, then yeah. a lot, like a lot with this, a lot of it would come on the back end type right. stuff. So it's very, you know, for me, it's like if, yeah, I want to get the word out there as much right. as I can because if it doesn't go anywhere, then it's like, you know, all right, well, I guess this great movie here, but no one's seen it or it's not right. going anywhere. And that happens a lot. Yeah, it does. There's some films I've worked on for a couple of years that don't never seen and some people that work on that have a completed movie but they don't want it out there for some reason it's it's different do any of the actors or actresses do they have like a crazy writer or something like, <laughs> <laughs> like only green m&ms allowed right, that's it right right, right. 
No, nothing like that. No, everyone's like, great. Yeah, everyone's wonderful. It was fun to work with them. Yep. And thing too, like we did, like communication, keep it open. Like yeah. someone writes me, I make sure I write them right back. Like the smartphone is gonna be the death of me, but um, mm. you need it. Life like, so, changer, right? Yeah. Like I mean, honestly, is it is it easier to put together and and make a film now, as far as communication and everything, like than maybe you know even ten years ago, like I'll say even five years yeah, ago, right? Yeah, I wouldn't know. I've been fortunate to be a part of it this time, you know, yeah. coming up with this, you know, this time of the world. Does that make sense? This time of the world? This yeah. time yeah. of the world, sure. <laughs> sure. Era. To, yeah, this yeah, era. There, there you go. go. That's, that's a tough three-letter word. I can't <laughs> <pick up. laughs> In this era where every, you have someone at your fingertips that you can talk to. We can, I could do email, Facebook, text messages, right. all through the palm of your hand, and you need that to communicate. This is a, this is a game changer. I mean, it like, really it's easier is. to get the word. I mean, honestly, I, like... How I found about uh, found about how I found about your movie. How that's what I said. I just said how I found about your movie. And from the south, it's all right. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with me? How, how I found out about your film was yeah. I I, I, I was cruising along Facebook yeah. and just there it pops up. Yep. You know, like that's you know social networking, word of mouth. I've found yeah. people out there. It's it's good. Like there's all like that's why we did the Instagram thing too. You know, right. as much things that people have out there. And you know the YouTube channel, our trailer, a teaser trailer, got out there, and within a week it had a thousand views already. Yeah. Just by people sharing it, people showing their friends, you know, and the quality of it too. Yeah. You know that goes along with you know Richard, the director of photography, Jill, the lighting, you know, and Jordan, obviously the director, then the, t the little cast that's in it makes the, a great product. So right. people are going to want to watch it. People are proud to be a part of this film, yeah. and they don't mind sharing it. A lot of times, people will be like, there's, some, there's some films I don't talk about that I was a right. part of. Cause I'm actually, I'm going to delete this entire podcast. Oh, yeah, it's just because I'm embarrassed by the whole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is, is filmmaking and production your only job? or No, I have a day job. I actually. I was going to say, can you make a decent living doing that? He, he, he picks up dog poop. Yep. <laughs> 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 well, it's it's, it's just his bare hands. <laughs> it's he called, sells it. It's yeah. actually his business. He started from the ground up. It's called Hands Pick Up Poop. Yep. And it's him and his uh, you know, co-workers. It, it, it's a up. yeah. It's a busy time of the year because all the snow is melted. So there's so <laughs> much everywhere. Everyone wants the yards cleaned up. So it's, right now I'm doing well. <laughs> really what is your day job? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so during, the, during the day, it's actually pretty cool. I, um, I drive an armored truck around for the oh, day, wow. so I have that. Oh, so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever just feel like, like I, I want somebody to shoot at me every day? Like, do you think? I'm a, yeah. No. <laughs> well, I'm a decent shot, so yeah. cool. But no, it's... Do you have a gun? Do you get to yeah. carry a gun? Oh, yeah. 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 Did, have you ever shot anybody? Shot anyone? No. No. I've, Back in the police days, I've actually chased after a guy with a gun. It was awesome. Yeah. Hopping fences and stuff. It was great. Oh, you hopped fences? Oh, yeah. Like, I used to be in better shape. Well, like, you, can't, <laughs> you can't see up there. Say, but this, I, thing, <laughs> this thing didn't used to exist, this big guy right here. <laughs> What's the new show? Oh, Boston's Finest. Yeah. Oh, yeah it's yeah. a cop show by oh, gonna say, not Mark tuna. Mark's brother. Some tuna. It's not Mark Mark. It's his brother. Mark, uh, Donnie? Donnie Wahlberg made this show about cops yeah, in Boston. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to take a, another quick musical interlude. Uh, when we come back from uh, said musical potential, we're going to wrap up, um, and, uh, and yeah, yeah. yeah. I got. I really. I just have to pee. I have to <laughs> pee, and I want to get one more beverage in before I have to end this evening. Uh, so that's what I'm gonna do. So I'm gonna pee. Yeah. Get a beverage. Good luck. I got. Oh, I got. I don't have much time. No. Nope. At two minutes and forty three seconds. To okay. Do this. Go I, do this song. Do work. It's two minutes and 43 seconds. Yep. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to pee. <laughs> Go do it. Release the urine. 
When we come back, we'll be in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to grab a beverage. And then when I come back, so if there's some dead air, I'm sorry. See, sometimes it takes a while to get a drink. Uh, All right, so uh, we'll be back after this musical interlude. Special guest, David Langel. 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 Langel, yes. I'm, gonna, I'm never. This is the <laughs> thing. We'll never get this correct. Right. Um, uh, David, uh, thank you very much for coming on tonight and, and, uh, and talking about uh, Provoked, uh, provokedfilm.com. Uh, thank you for having film me. on Facebook. Um, well, thank you for having me. It's been great. Uh, it has been good. I, I had a blast. I mean, obviously, uh, we'd love to have you back on. Uh, Closer to release date or whatever. Definitely. Uh, in between there, you know, if you want to come back every day, <laughs> every time we do a Lotus cast from now until well, next week, right? Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, the porn stars. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be Thursday. Not uh, yeah, it's got to be Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. You know, thanks for having me. What I'd like to do with the porn stars is hopefully I'm gonna actually we'll do the we'll do the podcast from my house <laughs> and we'll plug uh, the Skype into the TV so we have like a a big porn star. Yes. On the TV. <laughs> and then I'm hoping she'll show her, her breasts. 
I think that could We should go somewhere there's a projector screen. Like that place where some of us work, at, <laughs> where there shouldn't be naked women. Yeah. Yeah. Sure a school? Maybe. <laughs> a horrible situation. All right. Um, but uh, whenever we end the podcast, we always do what's, uh, what's called final thoughts. We just go around the table. It's whatever your final thought of the evening is. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, like Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, is that he do, uh, That's right. He did do that. But did he call it final thoughts? He did. Did he? Damn it. Fuck. <laughs> Don't sue us, Jerry Springer, Jerry please. Springer. Uh, it thoughts. is called now Last Thoughts. <laughs> uh, Charles, you haven't said much this evening. Well, did um, you have something you wanted to ask David about the movie? Um, you just kind of sat there and looked at your rice. Well, um, I'm interested in. in the, I saw a picture of the camera. Well, what I thought was the camera. It's it's like a. Very yeah, tiny nobody cares. Jason, no, I'm <laughs> 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 So what is what is this shot on? It's, it's not yeah, shot on film it. film. It's all digital, right? It's all digital, you know, high definition digital. It's great. That's, you know, this era as we go back, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can get, you know, these cameras that shoot high definition for relatively cheap. Okay. And DSLR. Yeah, exactly. DSLR. Yep. And know you have the cameras and you have the right you know people that know how to use them the right lighting and you can make it look you know beautiful and that's what you know you know makes it visually appealing it's also easier to edit yes let's to think too with uh, Richard Griffin who is a director of photography he's also an editor so it's great because he's getting the shots in his head he'd be like okay I need this shot that'll go along with this scene so you know that's that definitely helps too in the process I'm looking forward to Seeing the movie, hopefully yeah, we'll shit. when when it's <laughs> I was gonna lie right to his face. <laughs> no, 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 I will go see this movie. If it's in a theater, I will go see this movie. Although I, I hope it's close because I really don't want to drive. To the no, we're gonna. We're gonna well, besides, the, I should I should have made it. Besides Salem, I also gonna do local you know releases in different theaters as well, and you know Providence, Boston, or you know other spots in Rhode Island. Jason, thanks for the uh, the band here, You're the Provoke band, and. Uh, I'd love what to band go. was it? Van Halen? Ah, uh, <laughs> you're hilarious. That's terrible. I mean, if you want to tell me. Anyways, um, but uh, I'd love to go see the movie up in Salem because I, you know, I lived up there for a few years, so yeah. it'd be pretty cool. You know, uh, Jason is our resident Mexican. Oh, is it? Yeah, he, tell. he cuts the lawn uh, <laughs> for the podcast specifically. Oh, nice. uh, no, he's not Mexican. He's actually Ecuadorian. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's from Brazil, yeah. Um, one of our favorite uh, uh, podcasts that we did here was we had Jason read quotes from Fifty Shades of Grey, um, and it was it was maybe the greatest moment ever <laughs> in my life. That's amazing. <laughs> that one, that's amazing. Adam, final thoughts. Uh, final thought. I was just saying to Joe during the musical interlude that um, when. You, Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, you told me last week. Oh, we got a movie guy coming in. I thought <laughs> I thought it was just gonna be like uh, some student film or some like just random amateur thing. But this was like like I was really impressed. Like you're like totally the real deal. And uh, I think it was a great show, and uh, I'm excited to see. So the far, movie everybody has sucked David's dick <laughs> as we've gone around this table. <laughs> and it. That might be the gayest thing you've ever said. <laughs> yeah. And I, I know you don't, don't like gay people, so. And it, it's not just sucking his dick, it's sucking <laughs> the show's dick, too. I think it's like a step right. forward because like it brought some legitimacy. Adam here, um, his last girlfriend, was what they call a furry. <laughs> she yep. liked to dress up as a cat and have sex, and she liked to purr. 
Did she ever purr after sex? Yes. Yes. That's she weird. purred. I couldn't do it. After. <laughs> I'd be like, no, <laughs> sorry, we're done. Get out of my bed. Go away. <laughs> Joe, final thoughts? Um, I don't I don't know where to go. Because um, I actually had a bunch of questions um, about the movie. But like, I'm, I was glad when you said it wasn't found footage. Because uh, we were just talking in the break, too, that... Um, we're not so much fans of the found footage. Yeah. I don't know what your opinion on it, but like there have been a bunch that have come out recently. And it's, it annoys the crap out of me when I, when I watch yeah, it. I, I liked Paranormal Activity, and uh, there was a the found footage one. movie called End of Watch. It was a cop movie. Okay. just yes. came out. Was that found footage? It's a found I footage. I didn't see that. Paranormal Activity because it, it annoyed the crap out of me. Yeah. I hated that movie. I liked it. Blair Witch was great. And with their promotion wise, yeah. I think promotion wise, sort of leading like up to it was sort of found footage fantastic. You because can't, they led you to believe yes. that it was real. It was the first one. It, it was fantastic. I was a dumb little kid, and I remember going to the website, and like you could see case files, yeah. and I was like, "That's fucking no!" And I was terrified. <laughs> that movie scared the shit out of yep. me because of that. I was like, "Ten when I came out, two came out, and you're like, oh, oh Blair Witch Two. I was yeah. like, uh, no, that scared me a little bit too. I actually worked on a on a, a horse farm." And the next day... Wait, I you worked on a horse farm? We haven't talked about this before. <laughs> the next day I went to work, and I like started up a tractor, and I, <laughs> it wasn't disconnected from this uh, uh, little spreader that it was attached to. And I remember when I started to go forward, it hit a bump, and the whole spreader just made this like loud clanging noise. I fucking shit my pants. Like I seriously was so terrified. I, I, yeah, no, it scared me. It scared me. Did you have any more questions you want to... I, well, no, I mean, I'll, I'm sort of fascinated about this kind of stuff, but, like, I don't know any if you know any of the, like, the technical side of things, like, you know what you guys might edit on, or, like, if they, you know, because, you know, Final Cut released, like, a new version that everybody hated. I don't know if you would edit on that or anything that, like that. That's the part that I don't, the technical side, I don't. Like, we have put people in place that know all that stuff. Yeah. I believe Adobe with Final Cut, I believe, you know, Premiere. I just hear those words and I'm like yeah, 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 but but that's part of it. Like you go back to the relay race, you have the people in place that get that part of it done. You know, everyone working together for the final project. You know, that's you know, you right. put those people in place. You know, you can't always. Well, it's think. also stressful because you said like some people are doing multiple roles. Like your DP is also your editor. Yes. Um, so like it, you know, a lot of that can stress you out because those are big jobs by mm -hmm. themselves and like. But, I mean, it's also sort of helpful because you know, like, what you have. Exactly. You yeah, Richard's great. He's, you know, very talented, years and years of experience. You know, he knows, again, too, like, we, we won't miss a shot. You know, sometimes he gives it to editors, like, why didn't you get a shot? Right. But now with the DP, he knows it's in his mind already how he's going to train, you know, from this shot to the next shot. He knows what he needs to get without extra footage or where it may be. So it's definitely helping the process out. And to go back to... When you talked about the dick sucker, yes, we okay. talked about you know the legitimacy of the production. We actually have you know cast members who've worked on many projects before who have wrapped. You know they say things like they wish this production was like other productions they've worked on. You know, quote, I wish I wish that our productions were as good as Provoked. You know that stuff. They already wrapped. They already got the you know, they already got right. the role, so they're not trying to kiss butt. You know, right. it's after the fact, and they don't need to say stuff like that. But we. Myself and Jordan, who else is involved, we, you know, we're very proud about you know quotes like that and people say that stuff to us because we do take it very seriously. We do want a quality product. We want you know, people to come back for the next roles maybe yeah. and, and like that they're part of this product and they're going to be telling people about it. Sean? My final thoughts are completely unrelated. I'm really excited for WrestleMania this weekend. <laughs> but I'm, I'm so conflicted because it's on at the same time as Game of Thrones and the same time as the Mad Men season premiere. There's and nothing I just, to worry about. I, I, yes, there, there is. is. That's three fantastic TV shows. The only thing that you really need to worry about is A, 
that you you want to watch WrestleMania is a live event because The Rock you has to, to watch it live. Yes, the other shows, but the other shows are going to be spoiled for me on social media. Invested in the DVR. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> like broke. I, honestly, I watched uh, The Walking Dead and Game of Thrones the very next day. Nothing was spoiled for me, and I, and I enjoy them all the same. You want to watch WrestleMania live right. at my house this Sunday? Are we doing a bonus cast? Maybe, yeah. Do you think The Rock will win? The Rock, he has to win. He's he's the Brahma Bull. He's the people's champ. <laughs> I'm pissed off at The Rock because he, he should be promote. I think he, I, he should lose. He because should he lose. needs to promote his other movies. movies. Yeah. We'll talk about wrestling. What do you think how quickly they're using the Paul Bearer angle? That was, kind, that was kind of quick. That was like yeah. the next day. It was, I, I think Paul Bearer would love it that yeah. they were using it. It was great. I think they should have. It was edgy. And honestly, like if there's anything that wrestling's kind of lost in its days now... Is edginess. I you do know? think they're bringing back like the Attitude Era with, they, with CM Punk and all. They that. need yeah. it. They need it. And CM Punk kicking around the urn, you know, dropping it. Oh, it's great. Have you seen the uh, on Indiegogo? Oh, last night when he poured it out all over himself. Yeah, I that missed was, that. <laughs> that he amazing. poured the ashes out like all over the Undertaker. I'm like, that is the most tasteless thing I ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's awesome. I had no note of this. There we this go. This is all awesome. Live. Now I'm gonna watch <laughs> it. Gonna watch it. Uh, but on Indiegogo, it's another you know site to to get funds they actually have a rebuild scott hall campaign okay they rebuild razor ramon kickstarter yeah, it's, it's the uh, they're doing the what, uh, victoria mars Is that what veronica, veronica, veronica mars veronica yeah. mars and then i just saw a thing where uh the uh sliders they want to do uh, a yeah, movie yeah, a sliders yeah. movie where they go <laughs> the search for arturo April oh was it it's on funny or die like, I didn't see that. Well, fuck me. Yeah, wasn't it? Wouldn't it have been like a great show? Like Sliders is an awesome yeah. show, and they and then Jerry O'Connell comes back and does like a, a fake Kickstarter page, but it's on like Funny <laughs> or Die, where you're just like, oh, you know, throw some money at us, we'll make it. And they wanted twelve million dollars <laughs> to, to make a Sliders movie. If it was Stand by Me Two, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> David, final yes. thoughts. Um, again, thanks for having me. Definitely come back whenever. You can. I had a great time. You guys are awesome. It was a blast, man. I, I really did. I had a great time. Um, I guess this is my final thought. Uh, definitely, I mean, like I said, if, if uh, we get close to you guys wrapping up this film yep. uh, or releasing, you guys want to come back and join us. Um, awesome. You want to give the Twitter, Facebook one more time? Yeah. yeah. If you want, um, again, provokefilm.com, Paul Fabots, the website designer, amazing. I can't wait for people to see the site. It's you really tell, like... That's how launching in a couple weeks, It's right? launching in a couple weeks. Yeah. You can go there now and still see the, the page. And right, it's a link to your Facebook, Twitter. <laughs> exactly, IMDb, uh, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, so... But right now we're live on facebook.com backslash provoked film. You know, we're, we're in that. We constantly updates on our Facebook page. But uh, again, provokefilm.com. All right. Now, the uh, Instagram, is that your personal Instagram? Or is that, a, is that like, general... Like, this is coming from, a, like, this guy... It lives his life on Instagram. I'll put an Instagram photo on right now. <laughs> this guy is living his life on Instagram. I don't know Instagram. how to use Instagram. I'm learning. Like I said, I had 17 pages. This might be the 18th photo. Hold on. Do you do Pinterest or I don't know or any of those? What's Pinterest? So, so many sites now. But Google Plus? Are you on Google Plus? Yeah, you got a circle going. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to share provoked film. The only circle that I know that I know that we could like probably put together is all of us right now. We'll just stand in a circle. We'll just jerk off into a cracker. We'll flip a coin as you eat the cracker. So if you if you do. Instagram, it's provoked film. Find it that way. And I am well, on that note, we are gonna end this uh, 90 minute podcast. 90 minutes of awesomeness. This Lotus cast is longer than your movie. 
Just <laughs> <laughs> well, credits might be long. So. Yeah, it might be your first follower. Uh, so, um, yeah, guys, uh, obviously, uh, you can tune in next week. Um, if you, you you find us on uh, Facebook, the Lotus Cast, uh, give us a good like. Uh, oh, there's some people in the chat room. Who's apparently there? the director just found it and has been chatting with Rochelle. Yeah, I see that. Sliders is great. Huh? Matt, you're gross. Yes, see, Sliders <laughs> is great. So, uh, uh, Jordan. Uh, you know, maybe next time we can uh, we can chat. I feel like you, uh, you should be a guest, Jordan. Actually, I'm not even gonna say it, Jordan. You need to be a guest uh, here on the Lotus Cast. So don't bring up Rob Zombie, please. Uh, <laughs> I will bring oh. up Rob Zombie. I'm not told to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, and on that note, guys, uh, have a good week. Uh, WrestleMania, it's gonna be great. You uh, hopefully porn stars next week. So good night. Adam's going to give us one last clue. <laughs> Provokefilm.com <laughs> Well, I was begging for forgiveness in the galley of a ship Out on the great Atlantic Ocean I left my mother's house off the southern tip of Baltimore Where I was looking for a dream and a way And I had given up the job of being all my brother's keepers And I left them to the streets To learn their own life lessons But now here we are all drowning on the life and on the wall With our hands raised to the heavens With a fistful of dollars And I said, Mama, Mama I'm sorry that I left you on your own Well, I said, Mama, Mama Sorry that I left you on your own. Come on. Well, that storm it raised and it tossed around a little kit that I had bought, and you see the mass was badly broken. We were taking water And the waves, they were relentless Just like how I had held on to my pride Right then and there I realized The error I had committed I'd gone and left my mom and family At a time when I was needed Now I'm grown to be a man But I've been acting like a child Said loose into a market With a fistful of dollars And I said, mama, mom. I'm sorry that I left you on your own. Well, I said, Mama, Mama, sorry that I left you on your own. Come on. I looked up to the heavens and I swore that if I did survive it, I would just turn back to that island from which I had departed. I would crawl up to my mother's house and I beg her, won't you let me lend a hand? Right then the seas laid down, the sun come out, the skies they parted and I realized once again I might see my mom and brothers and I could be the man they needed. Keep our heads above these waters And I'd show up every Sunday With a fistful of dollars And I'd say, Mama, Mama So
you on your own.